This is Bigger Pockets Daily, your daily dose of real estate information and education. I'm your host, Tyler, and the article I'm about to share is one of more than 10,000 blog articles available on biggerpockets.com. But you can't read the blog when you're working out or driving to look at a property. We know you've heard it before. Cash flow is getting very hard to find. There's always long distance investing, but you may be thinking, I don't have a team, enough experience, or the market knowledge to get in. That's where you're wrong. And it's also where Rent to Retirement comes in. Rent to Retirement offers fully turnkey properties that are newly built or renovated, leased and managed, allowing you to invest out of state with confidence. They've got single family, multifamily, new build, and syndication opportunities across multiple markets. They even have bird deals with immediate equity. Rent to Retirement helps investors learn how to build a bulletproof business plan with the best investment and tax strategies around to help you reach financial freedom through real estate. There's no excuse not to get started in real estate investing when you have the right team and systems already in place. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's renttoretirement.com. Or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my 9-to-5 job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Meet RentApp, the seamless, secure, free way to collect rent. Built by a team of fintech veterans behind Square and Cash App, RentApp uses ACH bank transfers to deposit funds directly into your account. You don't even need to download anything. RentApp setup is straightforward for renters, and there are no apps for landlords to download. Both get peace of mind with a digital transaction history. That means no more lost checks, managing a dozen different payment apps, or even wondering whether payment was sent. Landlords say RentApp is the most convenient way to collect rent, and we think you'll agree. RentApp, the free and easy way to collect rent. Learn more at rent.app slash landlord. That's rent.app slash landlord. Fannie Mae is preparing for a housing downturn. Here's what they said by Anna Cottrell. A new report by Fannie Mae points to a strong possibility of a recession in a housing market downturn in 2023. Surprise, surprise, anybody? With major economic factors continuing to point toward a recession in the near future, the U.S. housing market is likely to follow suit as prices begin to correct. However, with all such predictions, there is the temptation to catastrophize. Many homeowners and investors will be anxiously monitoring the economic situation for signs of a full-scale housing market collapse. But is this what the data predicts? What should real estate investors really expect for the new year? And... 
How should they adjust their expectations and investment strategies? Home sales are slowing down. The most striking piece of data from the Fannie Mae report is the substantial year on year decline in home sales as of July 2022. According to the researchers, sales fell 20.2% compared with 2021. Whew. If we disregard the atypical drops in home sales we saw during the COVID lockdowns, these are the lowest home sales levels since 2014. The biggest factor in the current downward trajectory in home sales is the steady rise in mortgage interest rates, of course. As inflation continues to remain elevated, the interest rates continue to increase until inflation begins to fall. This, of course, will price out more and more prospective homeowners. Home sales will likely not improve in 2023 with a further annual fall of 13.3%. Will this result in declining home values? Inevitably, yes. According to Redfin, as of September 2022, the average home is selling below asking price for the first time since March 2021. If this sounds like worrying news, these figures ought to be put in perspective. As recently as May 2022, home prices were growing at all time high rates. We're talking unprecedented home value growth. Asking prices at those levels could never be sustained for very long. Besides, the decline in selling prices is minuscule, with Redfin giving a figure of 99.8% of the asking price this September compared with 101.4% the year before. The decline is noticeable, but not dramatic. New construction sales are declining, but builders aren't feeling the pinch yet. There are signs of declining activity in new construction sales. Fannie Mae predicts that multifamily home construction will slow in 2023, even though home builders are not yet feeling the effects of a slowing market. The reason for this is the ongoing shortage of newly completed multifamily homes. With the demand for new homes continuing to outstrip supply, It's likely that the prices of newly constructed properties will decline just yet. Okay, so the prognosis is less encouraging for single family homes, though. As the situation stands, new single family constructions are beginning, or becoming rather, more and more unaffordable, with unaffordability levels reaching pre 2008 thresholds. So, in practice, this means that more and more households will continue to rent for longer periods of time. Having said that, Fannie Mae's estimation of total mortgage purchase levels for 2023 is just 1.5% lower than 2022. Broadly speaking, what this means is that people will continue to buy both newly built and existing homes. It's just that there will be slightly fewer eligible buyers on the market. Mortgage rates continue to rise, and homeowners are just staying put. As mortgage interest rates continue climbing, fewer existing homeowners will be willing to refinance or sell, preferring to stay put and take advantage of the remainder of fixed term mortgage rates that are lower than current rates. This points back to a supply demand disparity that will keep home prices from plummeting enough to be considered a crash. So here's the takeaway the housing market is returning to pre pandemic levels. All that's really happening is that the housing market is returning to pre pandemic levels. <laughs> In comparison with record breaking rates of home value growth and historically low mortgage interest rates, it may look like a fully blown downturn. However, from a historical perspective, 
It's not that. Yet. Real estate investors may need to adjust their expectations in 2023, but they certainly need not panic. As an investor, you could see a marginal reduction in profits and may find that selling inventory could be slower as demand continues to fall. But the suggestion that the housing market is on the brink of collapse is a little bit too far. However, other factors, like commercial real estate, face a whole different set of challenges. Oh, I hope you found this article helpful. If you're looking for more content like this, visit biggerpockets.com today to set up a free account. I'll talk to you tomorrow.